0: I completely fucked up the last time I called, so I'm going to try it again. Too much booze, not talking too clearly. Let's give it another try at this week's word of the day for sick and wrong. Today's word is dysmorphophiliac, a person with a preference for deformed sexual partners. What insight into the psyche of the glance wackerty. Where does he discern such pleasures? Take it sick, keep it wrong. Goodbye.
1: This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary, brought to you by AdamAndEve.com.
2: Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. E. Simon, and
1: I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? Nothing. I'm trying to shut my
2: phone off, so it doesn't turn. Do you know I was thinking, thinking on. Wa- I was thinking, Wackerly, if you later on in life—I'm not talking right now because you're only 36—but I'm saying, like, let's say you. Oh, I'm were... in my prime. But I'm just saying, 20 years from now, you decide to get a sex change, you would look exactly like Geraldine Ferraro. <laughs> That's I was looking at the picture of because Ger- she just died today, and you know it's not very old. That. She's
1: only 75 too, and she, she probably smoked or something.
2: But um, I was looking at her face, and I was thinking, God, if Wackerly became a woman later on in life, like if all of a sudden you're like, you know what, I'm done being a man, I want to become a woman, I think you would look like that. I could see you looking like Geraldine.
1: Does she still have that big you know what she looks like? What, uh what's that Christmas uh TV show with the animation? I don't know if it's Rudolph the Red nosed Reindeer. Snowman? It's the one with the elf with the little blonde elf.
2: Oh, it's the one I know the one you're talking <laughs> about, yeah. I don't... You
1: remember his hair? Yeah, How it's kinda kind of 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 like it's that. It's a blonde... big blonde swoop. That's what she has.
2: <laughs> I can, but I can see if you grew your hair out a bit, maybe got some extensions. Mm-hmm. Lost I'd have a little to use bit of weight, moose. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe got those capillaries that are busting on your nose, like filled in, or remove yeah. a little laser surgery. I think you'd look well, just you're like woman, Geraldine Ferraro. If Ferreira. you're
1: a woman, you can wear makeup. So,
2: <laughs> yeah, I think you'd be all right. So, uh, wackily, this is episode uh, 270 here of uh, "Sick and Wrong." I was reading an interesting article today, and I thought it would be worthy of a topic that we could talk about here on the show. My favorite internet meme. You know, everybody has their favorite internet memes. Things that become popular on the internet, and you never really know what can become popular on the internet.
1: You it's never so, know. Yeah, it's, it's possible. to fickle. You can't.
2: You can't gauge it. You can't predict it. I mean, it could be happenstances. You know, anything can happen to be. But my favorite meme was the Jesse Slaughter meme. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. That little uh, girl. <laughs> the little girl that was uh, that was just completely just excoriated on the internet by like 4chan and. Uh, and in like Tumblr, and there's all these. it was like a full-on classic example of when the internet's attack. It was like that yeah. emo girl, and they just. And her dad got into it. Anyway, I read an article today on a smoking gun that the father of Jesse Slaughter, the one who actually made the epic video that that that, that started it all, that you done goofed. The dad that you lost done goofed. <laughs> just a full-on luddite. Doesn't even understand that there are no cyber police. But whatever. Well,
1: there probably are. I mean, you call the cops and they probably have a cyber division that you talk to, right? Which is, I'm assuming, what he did when he talks about calling the cyber police. Where he's misled (laughs) is that they're going to be able to fucking do anything about anything.
2: Okay, well then explain what backtracing is to me, Wacker. Well,
1: okay, that, that's a little bit ludic-ish.
2: we're We're kind of giving away um, some, uh, some choice pieces from the clip that we're going to play. But anyway, yeah, the article I read today is that the man, the father of Jesse Slaughter, punched his daughter, 12 years old, in the mouth during an argument. Um, last year, Jesse was the victim of a vicious online swarm. Um, The father was arrested uh, just last month on a felony child abuse charge for punching the girl in the face during an argument. Uh, Jessica told Florida cops that she'd been arguing with her father when he punched her caused her to have a bloody and swollen lip. When questioned by police, Gene Leonhard, the dad here, said that he just slapped the child after she punched him in the mouth. He also claimed that Jessica, a seventh grade student, was wearing theatrical blood, which he stated the victim had put on. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds not plausible at all. It it doesn't. But you know what? I think that girl deserved. It's a long time coming. That girl's deserved a punch in the face for, by her I dad, don't
1: know. though. Maybe by another girl her age. But yeah, I guess maybe I wouldn't. Not I her wouldn't dad. say she deserved one from her dad. So she's not even. She's not even old enough to be fully responsible for her attention whoring actions, in my opinion.
2: Well, it's interesting. We we're t- we we're just discussing this actually. Back in the day, there was never any kind of online forum where a parent could bitch like this and it becomes so widespread where a kid could complain and cry and they get attacked viciously by people that they don't know anonymously over the internet
1: but you're making it sound like when you say that there was no forum like this in existence you make it sound like well here's what i'm trying to say (laughs) back then it's not like I wasn't having crazy screaming tantrums about stuff. It was in, in, inconsequential, but I, the last thing I wanted was my friends to see me acting like a complete you didn't share ass. Share it with the because, world because my parents wouldn't let me watch TV past 10 p.m. or something. I mean, I, I would I wouldn't want that to get out. But kids today, they, they have no they'll, shame. Yeah, they'll post it on YouTube for everybody to see. Their friends, their enemies, random old people who have podcasts.
2: If you ask me, I think this girl invited the attack, and the reason I'm so impressed with it, it was just such like a collective. Group. No, wait a minute. I mean, we, we all <laughs> banded invited, together.
1: She invited the the internet attack, not the attack by her father. No, not by the
2: father. I'm just talking yeah. about the last year when the vicious we don't internet advocate child happened. abuse. No, what would happen with Jesse Slaughter? I think. I think that was eventually going to happen. If you listen to the rage that her dad has in this Whoa. in this clip that we're about to play, that man was on the verge of snapping then, and that was yeah, at a anger computer. management. I, I, yeah, I think that guy was. It, it doesn't surprise me that the guy slapped or punched his daughter in the face. I'm sure he slapped the mom around too. Sounds Why like have we ri- made
1: it this far and we haven't played it yet? Are we waiting to cue it up? Or? Yeah,
2: I'm playing it right now. So here here's okay. the famous clip, and obviously everyone's heard this, but it just it's still so funny. We need to play this now.
3: Ruined my life. I'm gonna it? tell That's you right, right now, at. this is from her father, you bunch of lying, no good punks, and I know who it's coming from, because I've back traced it, <laughs> and I know who's emailing and who's doing it, and you'll be reported to the cyber police and the state police, right, so you, you better, better write one more thing, or screw up my computer again, you'll be arrested, you're End right, of conversation not. from her bother
4: you're going right to come and beat her ass
3: and if you come near my daughter guess what consequences will never be the same you lying bunch of pricks
1: <laughs> okay a couple okay. things first of all i never noticed the mom is getting into it also she's yelling in the background could you hear that or is it just because i can't see it
2: You know, it's funny, it's been a a year, really, since I've even thought about this girl, Jessie Slaughter, and, you know, I mean, it's just funny how much, how things on the internet just sort of fade away, (laughs) it's just like, it was really popular, millions of people saw it, it was all over the internet, made big news, Cocker did, like, seven articles about it, then, three days later, it's gone. We just start yeah. going to the new trend. In a, sh-
1: in a year, it'll be a final Jeopardy question that nobody can
2: get. <laughs> short like, attention span huh? America It's a testament to that. But but what's funny is that this stands the test of time. It's still just as funny as when I first heard it. But yeah, it's, you can listen to it, and, you, and you, you can analyze it, and you see other elements. I didn't know if the mom was getting into it.
1: Yeah. And the other thing I was going to say, he's got the perfect... Like not your English teacher in junior high, but like one of the one of the more blue collar teachers, like the gym teacher or the shop teacher. The shop
2: teacher That's yelling at you of.
1: because if you if you pay attention, he doesn't use any swear words, but he uses like close to swear words. <laughs> like he calls people <laughs> pricks and liars and you done goofed. <laughs> you know he's really angry, but he's he's not swearing because you know he could be fired from his junior high school you know, auto mechanics class teacher but, job.
2: But it's such like, I mean, complete and utter rage. Yeah. The tone in his voice just the inflection. That's what I love. It's just like, you're not And he gets to the point where he's not grammatically pronouncing words properly, like using them, you know, correctly in a sentence. It's like the consequences will never be the same. It's like he's <laughs> impulsively speaking, not rationally thinking out his thoughts. It, it, it's like, what does he mean by that?
1: Well, there will be consequences, and before they were one way, and like, it won't no, be they're the completely different. It used to be that I was gonna
2: break my foot off in your ass, but now I'm gonna give you some chewing gum. That's the goo consequence. God damn it! You know, it's it, you see an, you see a video like that, and it is especially for snarky, you know, four chan type people. It's hard to resist. It's hard to resist just uh, you know completely haranguing this guy, and that's, yeah. But it, uh,
1: here's here's a question, and it's maybe kind of a Jeopardy question in that we don't know anymore because it's lost to the three months ago of the internet. But he's yelling because his daughter's already been harassed, right? So what did she do to begin with? She was just attention whoring.
2: What happened? And uh, let me see if I can find the uh, details here. Earlier, in the, earlier in the month, she would go on this like uh, gossip website for thirteen-year-olds. Oh geez, someone, see why
1: does that even exist?
2: Someone linked her, yeah, they're thirteen. Uh, someone linked her to the lead singer of an emo band called Blood on the Dance Floor. His name's Davi oh. Vanity. Right. When a, when a user at this forum asked her for a comment, she said, "GTFO, Davi and I don't exist. I'm just a fan." And then uh, the user concluded, if Davi were a pedophile, why would he pick her other than the fact that she's a slut? And then <laughs> it all started from there. It all just snowballed. It's like uh, everyone started ripping on her, and it just got worse and worse. And she had haters, and she started posting videos, calling them out, issuing threats, saying, If you can't stop hating, you know what? I'll pop a Glock in your mouth and make a brain slushy.
1: Oh, and then People started
2: posting her threats to 4chan's message board and Tumblr, and then they just started picking on her relentlessly. I mean, they started circulating, and Germanica circulated, or not, 4chan did, uh, Germanica actually reported this here. They started circulating her real name, her phone number, address, and links to all her social networking accounts. So then people started pranking her. They spammed Uh her Facebook, they spammed her Mindspace, they had pizzas delivered to her, they sent call girls from Craigslist to their house. Which I I imagine- never under-
1: I've never understood the pizza delivered to your house prank. Because if a pizza showed up at my door right now, I'd be like, fucking sweet. <laughs> okay,
2: well, what about like 80 pizzas came over there? Fucking
1: right? sweet. I love cold <laughs> pizza. It's the best. I have a freezer. I'll stick it in there. What
2: I always wondered its like, you know, as a pizza person, like I worked at a Little Caesars for a while, yeah, yeah, that wouldn't happen. Because yeah, no one would be like, oh, really? 80 pizzas? Well, let me get your credit card. Well, what if? But here's what you do. What if somebody ordered ten, right? But you want the money up front. You're not going to just deliver that, even for ten. I think that yeah, it's like well, I don't know. I mean, because I
1: I mean, there's definitely eight pizza places near me, and if somebody ordered ten from each pizza place, but here's the thing. So and then people are are going to say, well, you're going to have to pay for those pizzas, right? But if like five dudes. Each show up with ten pizzas at my door. I'm bidding the prices of those pizzas way down. You know, it's gonna be an auction out there. I'd be like, I'll give you. A, I'm gonna give you two dollar over here. I'm gonna give you two dollar. Oh, I'm gonna give you a dollar fifty for all those pizzas over there. I'm gonna give you a uh, ninety nine cents ninety nine cents for ten pizzas. Sold. I'm buying it. Get, bring it over here.
2: I've actually. I no, I'm, You know, the pizza thing I think isn't very effective, but the Craigslist uh, prostitute is a great way to fuck with somebody.
1: I mean, <laughs> I've done that before. Chris prostitute showed up at my door. I would be a little less enthused than a bunch of pizza right now. Would well, you don't like what cold she prostitutes? Like. Well, yeah. I assume she would be nasty. Know, assuming you, it's not Julia Roberts.
2: I had a shitty neighbor one time, and I put like a Craigslist ad saying, you know, sexy cub looking for a bear. And it was just like encouraging big hairy men to come to my house like four in the morning, don't knock, just walk in. And I lived like two doors down from the guy, and I heard and saw guys coming in. I, I wish I would have taped it back then and put it on YouTube.
1: Yeah, I remember that guy. He looked
2: like Eric Bana in Chopper. Yeah, he, 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 if he found out that it was me, he would have beat my ass. I should, probably shouldn't talk about it. So uh, anyway, this was an epic troll. I mean, uh, 4chan took an arms. Like, everybody just started screwing with this girl on YouTube. I mean, just you know there was just a litany of just these horrible comments. I guess the family was put under 24-7 police surveillance. Uh, but they still don't feel safe knowing that anyone on the Internet could have their home address. Uh, the dad claims that they had many, many death threats. They were afraid to leave their house. They were afraid to go to yeah. bed. They slept in shifts. Yeah, um, yet they
1: kept they kept posting videos to the internet. I mean, do you think one of the cops who you know didn't join the force to sort of watch after some preteen girl who who is an attention whore ever went up to the dad and said, you know, me and my partner are out here in the car while we could be like out busting real criminals. How about you just take the fucking camera out of your daughter's goddamn bedroom?
2: Exactly. Or just don't let her get on the internet. It's like parents need to take more control. And, he, and she invited this. I mean, she went on with this profane rant, which she was telling internet haters to suck her non-existent penis and get AIDS and die. Hurling epithets at That's 11 just years funny. old. That's funny. should know. But r- regardless, she uh, invoked the ire of the internet, and uh, they ended up... Never a in, good idea. A, just, but I mean, a very impressive, just collective like, let's fuck with this girl. And Waggerly, to be honest, I think that I mean, I think it was a, b- a bit harsh. I don't think this girl deserved it. Deserved it to the the level that she ended up getting it, you know, in terms of the the internet's collective rage. But you know who does? Have you heard the song "Friday" by Rebecca oh. Black?
1: Yeah, we're we're a little late. That was already.
2: Seven days ago, or six it's days going ago, to be forgotten right? soon. But it's it's, it's cute.
1: almost it's almost internet ancient history by now.
2: It's I, I've never seen a song with such mapid lyrics, and I think by people fucking with the song and ridiculing the song made it even more popular. I right. mean, we're making it even more popular. We're talking about it right now. I think, though, and this is one I think a lot of people um, should should glean from the show this this week's show here. We need to galvanize an online Jesse Slaughter style assault. Against Rebecca Black and the company that's churning out this god awful, vapid music. They're called Ark Music. We need Ark to do as something. In,
1: as in Noah's
2: Ark, or as in Ark light? I think it's just uh, Ark is an ARC of shit. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Is it's, it A
1: R K or ARC?
2: ARK. Yeah, oh. A R K. So I guess Noah's Ark. But it's terrible. It's a little, little
1: religious undertone there.
2: But it, it's like this company basically. Parents give the the company like two grand to make a video to make their kids into a star, which is the problem of in the internet age. It's just like parents are like, okay, I failed in life, but here I have this spawn of mine that's going to be famous, so I'm going to make you into an internet star like the next Justin Bieber. So what they do? I with don't this-
1: know if I'm on. I don't know if I'm on the same wavelength as you. Are, are we? we want to coordinate an attack on them because we are against that concept or because we want to take them down so we can take over that business model.
2: No, I'm just, against... I think I'm more in the,
1: I think I'm more in the latter. We have this recording equipment. Why aren't, why aren't we getting parents to pay us five grand to record some shitty song from their teenage daughter?
2: This, why aren't this, we doing that? They're putting out this music that I think is an insult it's an insult. It's insulting to my ears. I, I listened to that because people posted it on my Facebook page. And I was insulted. I was deeply hurt. I was just like, I can't believe this is what passes for music today. And it's because of companies like Arc. This girl put out this video. Her parents paid to have this video come out. She deserves the ire of the internet. Yeah. They threw it out there. Sorry, parents. You just crucified your daughter. And Although it, she she's did com-
1: go on Good Morning America, and I guess she's like sold a million dollars worth of copies of the song on iTunes, so uh, she, it she could she be might worse be, for her. I
2: mean, her parents are like, "Oh, I'm sure they're gloating because of all their uh, their spoils that they're getting right now." But there's the girl was like, I, "You know, I'm not bothered by the criticism that she's getting on YouTube and the haters <laughs> and everything." Dude, that's how it starts. It's like we can hate, but we can hate on a whole different level if we all hate together. So let's just all join. She, hands do you think she's gonna break? Do you, you think hatred? she's gonna
1: break out? Uh, to the next level, or do you think this, or do you think she's gonna go William Hung, or or just die die away? I,
2: I guess think William Hung we did need die to, away. We need to make sure that she dies away. That's all I'm saying let's it's, it's, galvanize a Jesse style slaughter attack on this on this thirteen year old or whatever she is, and
1: right. then
2: just dissuade any parents from uh, making their kids into this uh, internet star. It's like all those parents are trying to do is cash in on their on their brood. Okay,
1: Discussive. I'm going to write a letter to the editor of my local, hyper-local paper. Is that good?
2: All right, that works. Dear d-
1: sir, have you seen this Jesse... I'm <laughs> sorry, not Jesse Slaughter. What's her name? I already forgot. I'm it's uh, Rebecca Black. <laughs> have you heard Obviously. this Rebecca
2: Black music? I find it an outrage. <laughs> I'm going to make a viral Sincerely, video. Sincerely, Lance Wackerly. I'm just going to make a oh, viral man, right. video uh, that just embarrasses her. But well, let's just do something, people. But be creative. Let's do something. Uh, so, Wanker, this is episode 270 here of Sick and Wrong. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 269. We did three listener stories. A listener one sent a story about a hamster killer. Merciless mm-hmm. hamster killer. A listener two sent a story about a, cas- a casino bus death trap. And uh, the third story was a deer skinner murderer guy. And, uh, yeah, Deer Skinner Murderer ended up coming in first place and winning episode 269. He the was majority pretty gruesome. Of he was an insidious man. He really was. Yeah. Anyway.
1: That, was that was like a Silence of the Lambs level type
2: Yeah, like Ed It's terrible. It's terrible. So uh, congratulations there, uh, listener three, or the, the listener three who sent in the Deer Skinner Murderer story. You won episode 269. People, you know the way Sick and Wrong works? Wacker and I comb the internet not really, just check our email, for the most disturbing news items of the week. Present them here on the show. The audience listens, decides, and then votes and, and, and decides who wins um, the, the, the episode. And you get a on Care Package. So people, you can send your listeners' submissions to SigrunPodcast.com, submit them via Facebook or through the forum. All those avenues will get stories to us. Well, actually, before we begin uh, with the stories for this week's show... Quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. Believe it or not, a lot of people have been buying books here through Audible. A lot of people want to learn. Great. I was surprised. And it's actually wanna learn
1: but they don't want to read.
2: Yeah, they want to learn but they don't want to read. And we endorse that here on Sick and Wrong. It's actually quite simple, people. Just get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. And it's free. I'm talking free. You don't have to pay any money. Go to AudiblePodcast.com slash diddle and you get a free audiobook. And there's lots of books to choose from. There's over a thousand science and tech titles, eleven hundred science fiction and fantasy titles. And uh, yeah. Yeah. All, all sorts of things, a cornucopia of literature. So just go to audibleponcast.com slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. <laughs> So I shall kick off episode 270 with the first listener submission. This story was sent in by Sir Nick. Sir Nick writes, this guy's Gumby. And it's kind of funny, I was thinking, Gumby, God, when was the last time you thought of Gumby?
1: When Art Clokey died this past year, that's when.
2: He died oh, this past soon year? We
1: for, how soon we forget, yes.
2: And huh. you know, I, 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 I had forgotten that Clokey had died this past year. You know, you know what's interesting about Gumby? The other day, about a week ago, my girlfriend had her sisters over who brought over their young children. One kid's like two. The other kid, I think, is maybe five or six. Right. And, I don't, you know, I don't know. I'm not going to put on Gummo for them or, um, you know, Welcome to the Dollhouse. They're too young to comprehend a movie of that nature. So I was trying couple, to look through my stuff. a couple stu- years. Well, I was trying to look through my DVDs thinking, what would a kid want to watch, you know? And so I looked and I was like, hey, you know, I got Gumby. Season. it's a Gumby collection so I was like yeah, kids love Gumby I love Gumby yeah, when yeah. I was a kid yeah. kids love Gumby so I put it on and the, the toddler looked at it you know kind of quizzically for a bit and so, so did the uh, the six year old the six year old looked at it for a bit and then she's like what is this it sucks <laughs> 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 and I was just like what do you mean she goes don't you have Dora the Explorer and I was like no this is Gumby and you're gonna like it because that's what I liked it when I was your age she's like it sucks. <laughs> and she just wouldn't watch it. <laughs> it does kind of suck if you think about it. <laughs> well, it's just like she had this look of just sheer bewilderment. Like, what the hell is this? And for like maybe the first two minutes, she was kind of captivated. The, the, the two-year-old well, didn't well, understand but anything. Let's be,
1: let's be honest here. The only reason you own Gumby on DVD is to watch while you're high on hallucinogenic mushrooms and to say the same thing. What in the hell is this?
2: Well, and, so for masturbatory, and for masturbatory purposes. But yes, yeah. Um, yeah, initially I did buy that for... Um, before, yeah, initially I did buy that to, to entertain myself during the hallucinogenic vacations <laughs> I would take. <laughs> Man, that so, goo uh, is hot. This guy, though, essentially is Gumby. Um, here's the story. Matthew Lowe survives having a machine pull his entire body through a five-inch gap. You would think he would be slurry, a gap. but no, um, he survived it. A factory worker here, Matthew Lowe, has returned to work, even returned to work after suffering devastating injuries in an incident where a machine pulled his entire body through a five-inch gap. Uh, the 25-year-old's from Birdwell, England. He was injured when a machine caught his overalls, and he was unable to escape. Although his head passed outside the machine... The rest of his body was forced through a gap that's just five inches wide.
1: That is not a wide gap. That's not wide enough for my midsection. I'll tell you that. Maybe and, yours.
2: But for any human that's over the age of like two, I mean two, like one. How is it possible? It's like the turd twister. You're like <laughs> shoving. It is. Like it's, the turd it's, it's basically this guy who was just coming out. And it's like you know, it's like clay or pl- you know, play doh. So this guy. How is it possible to survive that?
1: I would think it wouldn't be, but this guy's living proof. He, he's back at work now. Does he work on the same machine? That's got to be kind of daunting.
2: You know what? I'm, well, let's see. Um, the incident left low with a back broken in seven places, a shattered pelvis, fractured oh. hips and ribs, and a ruptured stomach and bowel. He says to uh, the reporter here, I still don't know how I didn't die. As the machine dragged me through, I just relaxed. Because I knew I couldn't do anything, and I thought that was the end for me. You know, I've heard people say the same thing about prison rape. <laughs> <laughs> what, so, so was he just, like,
1: sitting there texting people on his phone while, while his body was being dragged through this thing? He makes it, it sounds like he was just sort of casually resigned to the fact that he was there. It actually reminds me of when we went on the fishing trip. <laughs> like, and you just sat in the back of the boat and texted people. You just endured people. it? who do you think, who do you think had a shittier time? This guy having his body pulverized by a piece of industrial equipment or you being trapped on the boat while we were fishing and just waiting to get back?
2: Uh, me being trapped on the boat—that was like six hours of hell. <laughs> God, this marine guy, hell. His ordeal was only five or four hours. I guess. Well, you know, I was wondering about this, though. I, you know, you read about industrial accidents, and you've worked in uh factories and stuff like that. But oh yes, you, you read about people. A lot of people die at printing factories where it's like a you know a piece of wire will just like grab you and pull you into the machine. You just get chopped up and it's done. Or they, you know, or like a yeah. Hershey's chocolate syrup factory. They they fall in, they get drowned or whatever. That's this, I think, also. was a slow thing. I don't think this took four or five seconds to pull him through the five inch gap. I bet you, like, he's just on a conveyor belt. It probably took like 20 minutes,
1: don't you think? It sounds like it. I mean, for, for, to say that he was relaxed means that he was, it did not happen instantaneously.
2: Could you imagine the pain? Oh, the pain. Christ, oh, the pain. I, <laughs> I just don't think you could just relax your body and be like, oh, let's just go with this, go with the flow.
1: Yeah, but you know what? To be honest, a lot of industrial factory workers are high as fuck on the job. So he could, <laughs> he could already bet on like 37 oxycodones or whatever.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's he's why he was like so relaxed OCs. about it. <laughs> so um, Lowe stayed in the hospital as he underwent six operations to repair the damage caused by the machine. Although doctors had to use a great number of metal pins and rods to fix his injuries, he currently only suffers from a weakened right arm. This guy's a cyborg got so many metal pieces in him
1: and you can learn to jerk off with your other hand trust
2: me (laughs) trust me on that one so 18 months after the incident uh lowe's returned to work at the factory where he's currently training to become a site supervisor (laughs) would you do that would you return to the scene of your disfigurement
1: well if i lived in a socialist country like england i definitely would you know, squeeze as much as I could out of the workers' compensation program. So I, it sounds like he's back at work pretty soon, right?
2: I think that I think the first thing I would do, especially as a supervisor, make everybody start wearing spandex. No loose-fitting clothing here. No loose-fitting clothing. No loose. Fitting hey, he'll, clothing.
1: And he'll be great when he's like the eighty-year-old shop supervisor. Because, you know, just tell this story to, like, everybody who comes down to the
2: factory floor. Like, see that machine over there? <laughs> I was pulled through that. And I came out okay except for my weak right arm. I picture this guy to be, like, the, I don't know, like, some kind of, like, hunchback or something. You, you know, he couldn't be, I mean, he couldn't but be Before or after normal. the accident. <laughs> <laughs> so, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, approximately 480,700 non-fatal workplace injuries are reported in the American factoring sector since just 2009.
1: Now, wait a minute. (laughs) I mean, they call an injury a non-fatal injury, obviously, to, like, lessen its importance, right? So if somebody stubs their toe on the bolt-making machine... Does that count? Yeah, that would be a non-fatal injury. I mean, so there's... And then there's fatal injuries where some guy gets, you know, a giant gear dropped on his head and he's instantaneously dead... But I th- this deserves another category, like, horribly gruesome factory yeah, like, accident. Which is, you know?
2: like, horrifically disfiguring non-fatal workplace injuries. Like, I, I read that yeah. statistics, and the first thing I thought was, like, God, there must be legions of deformed blue-collar workers just, like, operating industrial machinery with a hook, you know, in, yeah. like, Cleveland or, or Indiana. Like, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. On the sick-and-wrong star scale, I would have rather died. I would have rather just had a big gear just... Fall, fall on my head and just kill me. Rather than but he sounds like he's fine now.
1: You, would, you just wouldn't want to even go through it.
2: Yeah, the pain, it's, it's got to be worse than getting a tattoo on your scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm don't gonna forget about
1: the oxy. Don't forget about the oxies, though. Yeah, I guess. God, There's a, a lot of factors to consider.
2: I'm still giving it a 4.5. I'm giving it a 5. I love industrial
1: accident stories. I loved that movie, The Machinist.
2: Oh yeah. One. For that very reason. <laughs> you know, that, actually that's kind of what I picture this guy to look like. Didn't uh Christian Bale. It's uh, one of his his cl- yeah. his uh many impressive weight loss uh movies. Either weight which, loses which is a, lot weight much a, one, a lot of weight. He's a he's a
1: one-trick pony. You know, that's how he gets his acting uh accolades. It's like, "Oh, well, look how buff he is. Oh, look how fat he is. Oh, look how skinny he is now." That's people are blinded to the fact that, you know, he's not that great of an actor. <laughs> He's more of a circus freak than a real thespian.
2: You know? He <laughs> really is. What do you have here for episode 270?
1: Uh, oh, I this one's going to this one's going to push a lot of people's buttons, I have a feeling. And it's not about a dog being abused, so don't, don't get pissed off at me yet. <laughs> but it is about clowns. Clowns. A lot of people have a big clown phobia. I think especially amongst our listeners. I think most clowns people have clown spiders. phobias.
2: I've only met maybe right. one or two people who actually do like clowns. Who likes clowns? I've never met somebody who likes clowns. Holly. Holly Stevens. She was like a big clown oh. person. Her whole room well, was... Well,
1: clown fucking... That's different.
2: <laughs> she did clown porn. Her whole room is decorated with clown statues and masks and shit like that. It was it's very frightening it and <laughs> <really>? very unsettling.
1: <laughs> you never told me that.
2: No, I remember going over to her place one time being like, "Jesus Christ, like this is just really disturbing. You just have <laughs> clown pictures everywhere, clown clocks, clown dolls, just clowns." It was it, it, yeah, it was worse than that scene in Poltergeist. Remember that Poltergeist where that that clown that came out from under the bed?
1: Well, that, that thing was... I don't even have a clown phobia, but
2: that thing was really creepy. That started my clown phobia.
1: With those big, long arms. Well, let's let's talk about this Holly Stevens clown bedroom thing offline, because this could be a future potential topic of conversation.
2: It's very disturbing, believe me.
1: <laughs> I never knew that. I mean, I knew she did the clown porn, but I didn't know she was like actually into the clown thing to that level.
2: Loves clowns.
1: Yeah. Uh, well... I don't know how people feel about rape, (laughs) not as bad as they do about clowns, but when you put the thing, two things together, it makes for a pretty good sick and wrong story. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, and guess what? Mexicans also. Jose Guadalupe. all three
2: factors.
1: (laughs) Jose Guadalupe Jimenez, who's 41, was arrested Friday morning in Newport Beach, which is a pretty tony area. Is it tony or tawny? I think Tawny? Tawny. Well, it's a pretty tawny area of Southern California down in the area where you live now. It's in in the O.C. Yeah, Yeah, it's in the O.C. Lots of rich people, conservatives. Are black
2: people allowed in Orange County? Well, I mean, they get to clean the toilets and stuff. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They get day passes?
1: That's horrible. No, I'm sure there's very wealthy black people who live in, well, (laughs) my ex-girlfriend is from that area, to tell you the truth.
2: I've never met a black person that's like, oh, yeah, I'm from Orange County. I'm wow. sure there are. My ex girlfriend was. So. Okay, I guess I bet one.
1: <laughs> There's. Let's just put it this way: There's no poor people living in Orange
2: County. It's an affluent area of California.
1: Very affluent. Um, well, this 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 Mexican guy allegedly raped a nine-year. Well, sorry, nine years ago, he allegedly raped a young girl in this area. Uh, according to authorities, um, who are concerned that there could be also other victims that need to come out of the woodwork. Detectives say a DNA match linked Jimenez to the kidnapping and rape of a 12-year-old girl, clearly underage, unless you're in Afghanistan. Uh, and this, this incident happened on January 19th in 2002, so really not
2: that long ago. No, it just, yeah, it was just nine years ago. But I mean this nine, guy, nine
1: nine years sounds like a long time, but it was already in the two thousands, which to me is like the modern age, you know,
2: but you know this guy must have thought he got away scot free I bet you he's been raping all these years,
1: yeah, he's probably like, I got away with that one kids oh well, yeah, what I was saying was I bet this guy thought he got off scot free you know in his little car yeah especially in his mind. After nine years, but uh, what happened was he was arrested in 2010, which was just a year ago. They don't say what he was arrested for, but he did have his DNA taken at that time, and the police computer has been churning through the DNA databases for that long. I don't, I don't know if they have like a, an old Apple IIe or some a, a Tandy, and why it takes so long. It seems like a computer could do it pretty quickly, but it took them a year to get this DNA hit on the old seminal fluid i guess can we say that on a podcast for children
2: what was he arrested for where they took the dna evidence
1: they don't say they just say he was arrested in 2010 i don't know clowning in a non-clown zone or something i guess <laughs> what the fuck would you arrest like he maybe threw a pie at a, like a yeah, you putting know drano drano official in the cream space. pies yeah i don't know <laughs> drano in the cream pies that's an image i'm not gonna get out of my head now <laughs> Um, well, it, what? so what happened nine years ago? That's what everybody wants to know, right? Jimenez grabbed this girl from behind the corner of Lemon and Commonwealth in Fullerton. I think she was near like a taco truck or something. Yeah, it's and he one of dro- those food
2: carts. And he
1: drove her to a nearby school parking lot, which is weird, because usually when you're trying to like molest a child, you get them from the school and you drive them elsewhere, maybe to the taco truck, but he went the other way around because he's a clown. They, you know, they do the unexpected and you laugh. That's what a clown does. Uh, and he raped her there behind the school. Fullerton Was he wearing the said, outfit? Well, he, he, well, hang on. <laughs> yeah. The girl says that... Uh, well, let me, let, me, uh, let me get there. Because he took her, then took her to a motel, because I guess he's a classy clown. He's going to treat this <laughs> lady. He didn't say if he took her out for dinner or bought her a taco at the taco truck. I guess not. I never knew but that clown would hotel hotel rooms. He took her. Well, it was a motel, actually. Yeah. No room service or anything here. Uh, and then he molested her again. There, the girl escaped when Jimenez left the car to talk to a motel clerk, and she so she ran away, found some police, and she told the police her attacker was a Hispanic male and was wearing a clown mask and clown makeup.
2: <laughs> that girl. That girl will <laughs> never like clowns. Either she can either or, go two ways. Either She's yeah, going to like a complete clown fetish <laughs> and uh, or she's never going to like clowns. That's probably what happened to Holly. Maybe we might have to get her back on the show. And psychoanalyze this.
1: It, it might be a sensitive subject, not fit for a, the stupid podcast. Well, I
2: have a degree in armchair psychology. I don't know if you know that one. <laughs>
1: <really>. <laughs> From Lazy Boy University.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Took me years to get that.
1: Well, you know, to close this one out, uh, Jose Guadalupe Jimenez, which you couldn't ask for a more stereotypical, yeah, I'm going Mexican to say Mexican-American, because, you know, he lives in America. He's a Mexican-American, or even we, just American.
2: Didn't he have a clown name? You couldn't name? ask for a more,
1: huh? Yeah, well, a clown get to name? that. Yeah, his name, his clown name is El Tin Larine. Which it's is the a worst pretty Mexican. It's a pretty Mexican clown name too. So if it, I was going to try and give him the benefit of the doubt as being you know like maybe third generation American per, speaks perfect English, but that's a pretty Mexican clown name. I think I mean, that's
2: a piss poor Mexican clown name. If if she, he wanted to be more accurate, and had something more more catchy. It'd be Chiclet. I've you know, <laughs> never been to Mexico, but that's all the, That's all they give you. It's just like everyone's just trying to make you buy a little Chiclet.
1: I've heard that now. You're talking about Tijuana mainly, right?
2: No, it's the only Mexico I've ever been to.
1: I think some people we know that went to Mexico City said the same thing. Now, they, do they try and sell you the whole box of chiclets or just one chiclet out of their chiclet dirty chiclet? One chiclet for hand? like a
2: nickel, which will feed their, their family for like a hand? month. What?
1: I'm not going to eat a piece of gum out of some dirty street urchin's hand. It's no, unwrapped. it's disgusting.
2: And they, they grab your pockets and they're like, chiclet, chiclet, por favor, senor chiclet. It's like I imagine Chicklet the Clown would be a little more catchy, more memorable,
1: or Chiclito. Chiclito. that works. I don't know. Maybe El Teen Lorene means something just as you know evocative to Mexican children, though.
2: That yeah, could be. I don't but know. they
1: do say they do say he worked as a professional clown for the past nine years, which so, I, I, I I mean the clown licensing board is going to hear about this because I'm going to write another letter to the editor about that to the clown <laughs>
2: licensing board. So Wackerly... Uh, Do you think if you were a clown, would you wear your clown outfit all the time, like Krusty? I mean, would you always be in your clown outfit? So when he's getting in a hotel room, he's in his clown outfit. When he's at the supermarket, he's in his clown outfit. Right. I mean, would you always be wearing your clown outfit if you're a clown? When he's molesting
1: a child, he's in the clown outfit? In the clown outfit. (laughs) (laughs) I think I would wear it most of the
2: time. I, I just wonder if that's what clowns do.
1: Does it count if it's underneath my clothes? Like if I have to go to a an interview at the unemployment office because I just don't, I'm totally way below the poverty line because I'm a fucking clown, <laughs> is that a is that a real career choice being a clown? I know they have clown college, but I think that's sort of a misnomer, right?
2: You know, I, I don't know. a clown seemed to be doing well for himself. I
1: he did. I mean. His life is basically just like mine. He hangs out in a bar <laughs> with his retarded friends and gets really drunk every People, day. People, if you
2: haven't seen that, it's the Citizen Kane of alcoholic clown movies. Um, good movie. Yeah.
1: A young Adam Sandler is in it. Um, Robin Williams. What is uh, Bill Murray's brother's name?
2: Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> Bill Murray's brother's <laughs> in that movie? Oh, Brian, I know who- Brian
1: Doyle Brian Br- Doyle Murray.
2: Yeah, he was also in uh, Get a Life. It's a damn, damn fine film. So, actually, yeah, they're probably going to uncover a multitude of rapes since this uh, 2002 incident. I'm sure this it's guy... It's not
1: like the kind of thing you do once.
2: Yeah, I'm sure this Especially guy... Especially if probably, you're
1: around children all the time because you're a clown.
2: Well, this guy seemed to be, uh, uh, I mean, fearless. I mean, he would just go snatch a girl from a taco truck, which actually... But one thing about I've noticed about L.A. living here, as briefly as I have, is... There's a lot of food by truck here. It's it's very popular. A lot of trucks, like taco trucks, different kind of like uh, enchilada trucks. Just a lot of trucks everywhere. And I've always had this fear that you eat from a taco truck and you're going to have seven days of diarrhea. Like I've always just been worried. I've always been you know just had my doubts about the quality of their food. Well now, not only am I going to worry about the diarrhea, I'm also going to be worried about getting raped by a clown. So thank you, have you for been that. To,
1: have you been to Macho's Tacos over on, um, I guess it's Vermont?
2: No. Is that, is that a taco truck?
1: Well, there's this thing. You also uh, will concur that there is this thing that's sort of in between an actual building and a truck. It's what I would call a shack on the corner. It doesn't have wheels, but it might as well have wheels.
2: See, those don't give you diarrhea for seven days. They give you diarrhea for three well, I'd this is one those. of
1: those. So maybe you should start out slow at Macho's Tacos. That's, that's just my suggestion. It's one of my favorites.
2: I don't know. I think I'm going to avoid all three. I'm definitely <laughs> going to avoid rapist Mexican Why, do you, even, why do you
1: even live in L.A. if you're not going to eat the shitty street taco? I mean, it's one of the primary <laughs> reasons to live there. It's not like you're going to be the next Brad Pitt. We all know that. I mean, you, the next thing down the list behind trying to be Brad Pitt is eating street eating tacos. shitty
2: tacos. All right. You know, I mean, maybe I'll give it a try, but I've just always been dubious of that, that food. I just, uh, you, know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm particular about my dietary habits. And it's like yeah. uh, some Mexican taco cart doesn't look yeah. very appealing to me. Although yeah, I, I know I don't about, mind I know about you of,
1: and your di- dietary
2: habits. <clears throat> Girl! <laughs> but, I don't mind a little bit of diarrhea every now and then, you know? So maybe that's, maybe that's, I should. That's the spirit. That's the spirit. Right I, I, I should, you know, like uh, <clears throat> pull on my belt and stra- my bootstraps and just go out and just be like, you know what, it's time I had some diarrhea. I'm going to go try yeah. that taco over there. It'll go
1: go to the drugstore and buy a big 24-pack of toilet paper first, and then go there.
2: And just get ready. So on the sick and yeah. wrong star scale, this girl's scarred for life, dude. She'll never be able to go to a circus. She probably couldn't watch the movie Shakes the Clown. I bet oh, you she no, can't no, even watch no. Krusty on The Simpsons. Yeah. You know? And I bet the whole time, it's like she's doing this, she's probably making clown noises. Like, or like, or like, or like, little horn or something, you know? Honking his balls. <laughs> squeezing the flower on his shirt lapel and spraying her in the face with seltzer water while he's raping her. It's, it's, it's a horrible image. It's a hor- I'm, I'm giving this five stars.
1: I'm giving it five as well. It's a, it's a, it's a clown true. rape.
2: Yeah, clown it's rape. It's dirty, dirty clown rape. It's terrible. So yeah. the final story we have here for episode 270 came in uh, via the forum, second and wrong forum, from a guy named Consumer. <laughs> um, consumer sent this in. And I think Consumer is no stranger to the, uh, the, the subject matter of this food. It's actually kind of somewhat Mexican-related, but don't more American, Americanized Mexican um, food here. Okay. Taco Bell wait. price increase prompts shooting incident. Uh, consumer writes, I'd be pretty mad too. You know, and I understand. I, I agree with Consumer. I relate completely to this article. I remember yeah. do you remember when bean burritos be just regular bean burritos used to be fifty nine cents?
1: Yeah, I was gonna say that regular tacos used to be like thirty nine cents.
2: Oh, no wait, tacos were were tacos fifty nine, bean burritos are seventy nine? No, I think you're right. I
1: think I think tacos were thirty nine cents. Bean burritos are fifty nine. Or and something else was seventy nine. Like if you really wanted to splurge on the burrito supreme with meat that was seventy nine cents
2: but as a you know as a young adult, I didn't have much money, especially in college. that was my my sustenance you, and I yeah. you know you could go for three dollars you could get like five bean burritos a feast a for feast a king. i mean it's like yeah it's it's you know you could do so much food. And that's the lure of the bell for ten bucks. you can get enough food to feed a fucking Ethiopian village. It's not like that yeah. anymore. It's inflation. No, you know why? Because of the Jews at the Federal Reserve Bank and the inflation. Dude, Alan Greenspan. It's all his fault. It really is. Oh, my God.
1: What what is this, 1998? (laughs) Ben Bernanke. (laughs) Alan Greenspan.
2: (laughs) The Beefy Crunch Burrito incident uh, just took place last week here. A man upset by prices gets in a shootout with police. No one actually ended up being hurt. The price. Well, look,
1: I'm, I'm angry enough to write a letter to the editor about the G's <laughs> at the Federal Reserve, but I'm not busting out <laughs> my gun.
2: The price of the beefy crunch burrito had gone up from 99 cents, which is already too expensive if you ask me for Taco Bell, because you know it costs them like maybe 4 cents to make. Um, oh, gone up from 99 cents most. to $1.49. And the man here at the Taco Bell drive-thru had just ordered 7 7 Before so, he
1: even knew about the price increase.
2: He thought he was going to spend $7. Instead, it's some, what, like 9 He was so <laughs> disgruntled by the <laughs> I, I price think it hike. Would
1: be, I think it would be like 10 50 or $11. Depends well, he, on the tax situation. He
2: was so disgruntled by this price hike that he shot an air gun at the manager, displayed an assault rifle and pistol in the parking lot, and then, as police were called, pointed one of the weapons at three officers who pulled him over, barricaded himself in his hotel room, all over an additional $3.50 plus tax.
1: Three things. Number one, <laughs> he was strapped as fuck before he even knew the, about the price increase. What's up with that? That's number what worries two, me about
2: working in a drive-thru in a fast food establishment.
1: Yeah, number two, he lives in a hotel. Come on. <laughs> number three, he was going to eat seven bean burritos?
2: Is that seven beef crunchy
1: burritos oh my i mean were they all for him or did he have a family back at the hotel yeah this i think it a, was
2: all for him i mean this this right wow. there is uh indication about what's wrong with a with, with or bovine america it, like explains what? why america this is
1: that seven beefy
2: crunchy burritos is beyond bovine america i mean maybe he was trying to commit maybe he's suicidal well you know i don't know so <laughs> here's here's what happened um so this happened uh last sunday actually uh, the, the man put in his order at the Taco Bell KFC, which you know I actually kind of I have a huge issue with these Taco Bell KFCs. I mean, what are they? They're can Taco Bells. I you know I, I just yeah. don't like them. I, it used to be back in the day you'd go to an actual Taco Bell, and there they put all their efforts into making Taco Bell cuisine. It wasn't right. like well half of it's Taco Bell and half of us work on chicken. I don't. I well, you don't have like no. You have
1: no use for KFC. There's nothing at KFC you're going to eat, right?
2: Nothing. I don't even the like chicken the biscuits. Obviously
1: has meat in it. Uh the mashed potatoes, carbs, plus they got that beef gravy on the top. Yeah, what about the coleslaw? What about the biscuits?
2: I don't even like the biscuits. I always kind of hated yeah, the biscuits. The biscuits I mean, they are kinda gross. Yeah, yeah, they have some kind of weird, like congealed like dough inside. It's gross. So anyway, yeah, it, it kind of made me mad that they ended up combining the two. And then sometimes they make uh Kentaco Huts where it's like all three. It's Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, and a KFC, which I think is even more just uh, just just wrong. I mean, you what just a shouldn't world do that. we live in today! A crime against humanity. Letter that's to nice. the editor number four. So, restaurant manager Brian Tillerson, forty-one years old. It's nice when you see somebody in their forties managing a Taco Bell. Uh, he said his employees told him. a Brian custom- Tillerson the Fourth Esquire, <laughs> Taco Bell Management. <laughs> but you know, School in the ghetto of nineteen
1: ninety-three, Taco Bell Management Academy.
2: But in the ghetto, that's a good job. I mean, in the ghetto, people are like, well, he's got a job. He's manager of the Taco Bell. And people are like, what yeah, ghetto? Well.
1: What ghettos have you been in? If, you were, if you're the manager of the Taco Bell and you work for a living, you're not getting any respect. People think you're a clown. Not a raping clown, by the way. But not a clown your parents. You've got to be slinging drugs people. and
2: owning the block. Well, no, your peers. But I'm saying oh, your peers are going to ridicule you. But your, your, your parents, your the parents' elders, friends are being okay. like, he's right. got a job. He's trying to take care of his family. He's working right. with them. He's a manager at Taco Bell. He's worked there for three years.
1: You the know, old like, people
2: will like you, but you're not going to get laid. You're not going to get any respect. Yeah, you're definitely not going to no. get laid. Plus, you smell like Kentaco Hut. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. So Brian said his uh, employees told him a customer is upset about the price of the beefy crunch burrito. He says, quote, unquote, they did used to be 99 cents, but that was just a promotion. He then pointed a the gun at me, fired it. Le- I leaned to the side. There was a pop, but nothing happened. Police- I don't
1: think... Can I point out... These, might, this is prob- these are crackers, right?
2: No, Brian Tillerson? Are, no, these are all black people, actually.
1: Oh, oh, really? Okay. Never mind. It's a
2: ghetto area of Arizona. Uh, Tillerson <laughs> said the police later found a BB. But the following five minutes are pretty crazy. So the guy shot a BB gun. At the, he was threatening him with a BB gun. But it's interesting to me that this guy, this manager of the Taco Bell had a near-death experience. And, and probably one of the many at Taco Bell. It's a dangerous profession. Well, I think a lot of people might use like a little too much fire sauce and almost just, you know, their, their, their heart's starting to block up. It's like they're back close to having a heart attack and then it's just like, you know, drink a little Mountain Dew and they wake back up.
1: Well, plus then the fire sauce guy goes and just blows out the bathroom and clogs the hell out of it. And then the guy who has to go clean it out, you
2: know, almost dies of asphyxiation. Asphyxiation, I can imagine. So he said the following five minutes after the BB was shot was uh, pretty crazy. Looking out the windows, he said the man ran into the parking lot, put an assault rifle and a handgun on the roof of his Mitsubishi Endeavor. Customers dove under their tables. Employees scrambled to the back. And Tillerson ran to the front to lock the doors and called police. The man jumped into his vehicle and took off. Officers spotted him and two patrol units pulled the car over. As the officers got out of the car, the man got out of the car carrying the assault rifle in his hands and pointing it at the officers. They actually found out that the assault rifle is also a BB gun. This guy's apparently <laughs> apparently he wasn't strapped. No. Um the cops started shooting back. He jumped back into his or he jumped back into his car and sped off to the roadway inn where he barricaded himself into the hotel and there was a four hour standoff in which a negotiator was heard through a Megabone saying, no one needs to get hurt. If you come out now, we have two chalupas, a volcano beef burrito, and a Mexican pizza with five extra packets of fire sauce. That made him come out. I
1: wanted six packets, motherfucker! (laughs) I'm coming out blazing!
2: I don't think all the Taco Bell in the world would have uh, convinced this guy to come out. So officials ended up having to use a huge sour cream gun, like a really large one, to force him out. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm lying about that too You know what the (laughs) nastiest
1: thing they have at at Taco
2: Bell is? Everything? No, the guacamole You know, it's not even real avocado
1: No, it's just like a green paste And it's very sour
2: I've always thought it looked like pus But like disease pus (laughs) After like a month long (laughs) infection
1: more green than yellow, but yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that green phlegm that comes up if you've been really sick for a long time, but you still refuse to quit smoking during your, your interval of ailment.
2: <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> or is so, that just me? The tear gas ended up getting him out of the hotel room and uh, please recover the rifle and two handguns. Um, no one ended up getting hurt. Uh, they cleared the room. Uh, and Tillerson, calm and back at work, he said to uh, the reporter of this article, the weird thing is, the guy was here a week ago around the same time last Sunday yelling at me then too. Mm. So apparently this guy was one of those disgruntled men that just goes into a fast food establishment and has to scream at the manager. There's a lot of those people.
1: Yeah, just look at YouTube. There's, I mean, every month there's tons of videos of people just going crazy in, in fast food establishments.
2: Yeah, a girl in a bikini got in a fight in a fast food establishment. So, that was a Burger King. It was a Burger King. So on the sick yeah. and wrong star scale wanker, it's kind of a, you know, it definitely doesn't strike me as like, oh my God, this story's so sick and wrong. But what I find sick and wrong about it is the fact that Taco Bell, the food is so poor. The quality of the food is so poor, but yet it is. It's addictive. And so they've, they've, they've addicted America to eating this food, this cheap food. Everyone's a gluttonous pig Lard ass that needs this food in order, they need to consume this food in order to survive. Then talk about this gets him in, <laughs> raise the price, it's like a cigarette company. So, this guy, this poor guy, I mean, it's like obviously he loses it, doesn't even have enough money to buy a real gun. I'm gonna give this 3.5. Uh,
1: I'm gonna give it four. I mean, he he's unloading on, <laughs> I mean, it was a BB gun, but nobody knew it at the time, although you could probably hear it. Uh, he was unloading on this, these poor, you know, the, the people, like you were saying that the, the people who are in poverty, but they're trying to work their way out with an honest living and, uh, you know, thinking that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have an honest living, work an honest job and yeah, I'm not going to make as money as those drug dealers, but I'm going to stay away from the gunplay and all the, all that's involved in that criminal activity yet still. You know they're being shot at while while punched in. Yeah, and I'm, making. i it four seven dollars an hour, four and a
2: half. Uh, yeah, Mi-
1: God. Minimum man. wage has to be higher than that. It's like eight fifty in California. It, is it
2: eight fifty? But I mean, what about like minimum wage in Kansas? Yeah, it might be for Arizona an hour or seven. But all the ta- all the tacos seven. you can eat, all
1: <laughs> the all these shitty guacamole you can squirt into your mouth from that gun. <laughs>
2: So. Well people we invite you to decide who won episode two seventy. Go vote sickandwrongpodcast.com. and wrong podcast dot com. actually got a few phone calls Sick and Wrong Hotline, two oh six 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 three eight four six is that number and an email. Before we get to the first phone call here, how about a word from our sponsor, Adamandeve.com.
0: Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack off machine. Dildos, inflatable wives. I've bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow up doll, and my jack off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word dittle. diddle. D I D D L E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls?
2: So the first call here we got for episode 270 is a My Two Cents question. Um, So yeah, let's, let's get that theme music going here.
1: My Two Cents with Dean Lance
4: hey uh, this is Asian Gangster to and uh, I I have a my t- two cents question I have two my two cents questions actually two so there's that's four kid cents in my class I'm in high school by the way so I haven't had to be legal there's this kid in my class who is this really whiny annoying Jewish white kid who plays the uh, <laughs>
2: sounds kind of familiar actually <laughs> <laughs> Can I but just to clarify before you start up, this is
1: the Asian gangster Yeah, who's in high school and wants to keep everything legal.:
2: <laughs> Asian gangster '9.: Who is pronounced a perfect
4: student, and he plays a, he plays the violin, but he has no social skills. He doesn't even understand bathroom etiquette. Is there a way that I can politely yet bluntly tell him to get the fuck away from me thank you my second question is if there's okay so how do i ask a girl in a way that is not that would not scare her but is unique and also a bit sick and wrong <laughs>
2: You, uh, mean, you know, I don't know how many Asian kids in high school have a problem asking out girls. God <laughs> I think we just found the the rare the rare one that doesn't that has difficulty asking out chicks. So I guess uh, I, don't two- even, I don't
1: even have any advice for this kid. I think just think that was the funniest call ever. The <laughs> Asian gangster complaining about the whiny Jewish socially inept kid, but he wants to break up with him legally and politely, and then he wants to know how to ask a girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Oh boy. we have to we have to help this kid out I mean this' is...
1: I'm formulating something. why don't you tell me what you think
2: all right so the, the let's do the first part here whiny, annoying Jewish kid first of all, I understand where you're coming from God oh, so i many under-
1: kids. I understand
2: where you're coming from <laughs> Wackley can relate to this but did you have I, any... and I
1: don't I don't know how to get rid of him. that's all it did says.
2: you have any friends in uh high school though back then that were just like My street cred is going to plummet if I associate with you. There's no way I'm going to get laid. You know, you bet me, you might as well just tattoo I'm a virgin on your forehead because by me associating with you, I'm doing that right now. Mm. You remember that? I was
1: probably that guy. (laughs) I probably was the
2: guy. No, well, I don't know. <laughs> you probably Maybe.
1: were. Well, you know, you know what it is. I, I have a very low tolerance for people. So I don't think I was ever not associating with somebody because I thought I would look bad to others. I just think I couldn't stand the person to begin with.
2: Well, what I don't understand is why be polite about it? I mean, this guy, obviously, yeah, don't he does, doesn't like him. Then why is he worried about hurting his feelings?
1: Well, as an as an Asian gangster, he <laughs> might be very well aware of the fact that you know that kid might be his manager at his at his at his Silicon Valley tech job someday you know as you as people like you and I who are not Asian gangsters mm. might look at Asian gangster and say, "Well, this kid's smart, like he might be my boss someday i don't want to be a complete dick to him but and, i do I do want to get rid of him
2: I think what the kid should do is uh I remember we had this this one guy in high school, his name was Brian. Brian, something. I don't know. There's
1: always a nerdy Brian. I think yeah. my high school had like three or four. Brian Rogers.
2: Or anyway, Brian was just this annoying dude. He became he became even infinitely more annoying. He was like he was one of those dudes too that had a horrible acne problem too. You know how like some of those kids, but his parents couldn't afford to put him on Accutane, so he just lived with this just wretched like shell a veil of acne. It was disgusting. Pizza face. Pizza face. Yeah. yeah. We actually people used to call him that. Pizza face. Anyway. Mm-hmm. We we wanted to stop hanging out with this guy, and I remember he would make just these anti-Semitic jokes all the time. He, he kept like one time we we're all hanging out, and the, the reason we we chose that as our opportunity to not hang out with him, he were it was me and two of my friends who were actually both Jewish. We're we're in the car, we're driving around. He makes that joke: of, "What's the difference between a Jew and a pizza? You know, the one doesn't scream in the oven." You ever heard that joke? <laughs> That's
1: a good Don't one. Don't
2: laugh. <laughs> oh, too anyway. It's a funny it's joke, but none of, us, of joke. none of us, none of us laughed and we all overreacted like you're a dick and just like totally cut him off from there. I even moved. you guys,
1: you yeah. guys went all, what's that group called? Uh, the, the anti-defamation, anti-defamation league. Yeah, we <laughs> went all
2: ADL on that guy. We're just like, I can't believe you'd say <laughs> uh, something. I had my grandparents died in that. God damn it. But I think that's what you need to do in this situation. Like really just pretend to be so offended by something this guy said or did or whatever, yeah. and then just be like, "I can't hang out with you again because you did that."
1: Just take—it doesn't even have to really be offensive. Just take it as offensive, like anything of that he says about about uh, any like type of Asian food. Maybe if he berates gangsters, you could be, take offense to that. I there, I think that's a good way to go.
2: Yeah, like uh, like you know that girl that did the at the Northwestern student that was talking about Asians in the library. You seen that video? Yeah, the Ching Chong.
1: Yeah, the Ching and she Chang did Wing like Wong, an Asian
2: yeah. impression. Something like that. Just be like you know, I, I, you know, Asian people don't really say like ching chong potato. They don't say that. And then if he says it, just freak out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What was the second part here? Is that what? How do you? Well, ask-
1: why don't I do? Why don't I do the second part? Since you okay, yeah, you do the second so, part. Uh, well, I think you need to. You need to first of all to, to use my piece of advice. You need to drop the trying to be polite to the the annoying Jewish kid. I think one of the best ways to bond with somebody is to co-attack somebody else. To, you know, so you should make fun of the Jewish kid to the girl that you like and be like, hey, you ever talk to that uh, Schmendrick over there, whatever his name <laughs> is, D. Simon, that kid? <laughs> like, isn't he fucking annoying? Look at his bad acne and his goofy, curly hair. And she'd be like, I know, his hair is so dumb. And there, you're off to the races with a great like piece of conversation. And, you know, you, you could talk for hours just ri- ridiculing somebody
2: commiseration that's my advice it's a, it's a good idea it's a good in it's a good and in. generally
1: the girl that you like is she's probably some stuck-up hot bitch because that's the girls that i uh, had crushes on in high school too so i'm sure she's down with ridiculing some you know poor sort poor. of bottom of the heap bottom of the social heap type kid
2: i agree with you accurately shrewd advice play on her dormant anti-semitism because everybody <laughs> has it they all do everybody hates the jews and you know and you that you gotta girl. be
1: clever. You gotta be clever with your with your ridicule. Like, go read Gawker or Perez Hilton to get some
2: good. You Make know, it, but but everybody whips. though, deep down inside, the world hates Jews. So all you gotta do is just zone in on that dormant anti Semitism. You guys got to bond. You're gonna be getting. You're at least gonna be touching titty in like a week.
1: Right, and it's also a very a back lizard brain, you know, uh, cerebral. Cor- Wait, what's the front part? That's the cerebral cortex. Yeah, <laughs> the medulla oblongata. I don't know. There's some like innate thing in humans to like shit on people lower than you. So if you if you get her into that mode, you you know you sort of have her at a subconscious level.
2: Yeah, you're you're in. You're in. It's a good yeah. idea. So there there you go, Asian gangster. Uh, there, there's our two cents. Yeah, don't, don't pop too many
1: caps in people this week.
2: <laughs> so uh, the Goodbye. second call here we got is um, uh, some guy actually explaining the meaning of Juneteenth, which you brought up last week. We were talking about I don't a,
1: remember even what context I brought it up
2: in. We were talking about St. Patrick's Day and black people oh, celebrating St. Right. Yeah. Patrick's Day, and you said, well, black people celebrate a holiday called Juneteenth, and I had never heard of it. Never heard of it, but I've talked and to I two knew, people. I knew
1: nothing about it other than I think it has to do with horses. So this guy explains it. Is he black?
2: Yeah, no, no, he's not actually. But uh, subsequently, though, I talked to two people about it, and they both were like, "Yeah, I've heard of Juneteenth, but I don't know what it means." So okay. here's the meaning of Juneteenth.
0: Hey, Dean Lance, uh, this is Genghis of the right rockcom uh, Sorry, I'm not drunk, but well, what can I tell you?
2: This this is a show that I was on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, first I want to thank Dee for coming on our show a few weeks back. That was a lot of fun, and uh, you know maybe we can do it again sometime and even have Lance join in with his trademark wit. Uh, but the real reason I'm calling, though, is to explain the history of Juneteenth, since you guys mentioned not knowing what it was uh, on, I think it was episode 269 or something like that. The last right. one. Anyway, unfortunately, it's got some rather ignominious origins, uh, certainly from the perspective of a native Texan like myself, and it seems, well, it goes like this thing is, President Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1862, and it was officially supposed to take effect at the beginning of the following year, 1863, and many slave-owning Texans were a little resistant to the idea, shall we say. And in fact, uh, (laughs) I guess it took Union General Gordon Granger to come to Galveston, Texas with about 2,000 troops to uh, inform the local slaves that they were free, uh, enforcing the proclamation. So that day, June 19th, became known by the portmanteau Juneteenth, and, you know, there you have it. So keep up the good work over there, guys. Keep it sick, keep it wrong, and most importantly, horns up.
1: <laughs> is that their trademark? Is that their catchphrase, horns up?
2: Horns up, yeah, it, sound, it sounds like okay. it. Um, cool. So there you go. Juneteenth is a portmanteau, and it's supposed to to commemorate the day of June 19th. when. Uh, Did
1: you just say portmanteau?
2: Yeah, that's what... Uh, <laughs>
1: banned from the podcast. <laughs>
2: but it, it commemorates the day when texans finally were like all right we'll free our slaves no no it. they
1: didn't the the army had to come in and <laughs> make them do it at gunpoint <laughs> they didn't say all
2: right well okay you had a gun in your face you're like all right i guess uh we'll get rid of my slaves
1: <laughs> who's gonna be picking this cop now god damn it what? It's gonna rot in the field
2: it just cracks me up it's like they're like yeah, I know they're releasing slaves in other country, in other states, but not in Texas. We do what we want in Texas. Oh, no, we ain't. <laughs> <laughs> and now look at Houston and Dallas. That's where isn't that where the ghetto boys came from? I don't know. Yeah. There, no. There's
1: a there's a huge black population in Dallas and Galveston, I do know yeah, that. Yeah.
2: So that's the meaning of Juneteenth, is to celebrate the days when blacks became free in Texas.
1: In Texas, because they place. couldn't fucking go along with the rest of the country. They had to fucking have a special day. <laughs> fucking t- white Texans.
2: Well, thanks, Genghis, for uh, clearing that up. I blame JR.
1: <laughs> and I'm glad somebody shot him.
2: <laughs> so the final call here was about a topic we talked about a little while ago, about um, getting laid. What the fuck?
0: Hold on a second. Hey, Dean Lance. Uh, This is Rick. I'm calling from San Diego. Uh, I just heard your podcast, and you guys were asking if there are any clubs where you can go and get laid. Um, I don't know if you want to call it a club, but you can definitely go back to junior college and hit on some older chicks and get laid that way.
2: Okay, so we are talking about, someone asked us about clubs, right? Like if in high school you sign up for clubs, and we're saying, do people in high school really sign up for clubs thinking that they're going to get laid? Is that what we were talking about?
1: Oh, like debate club or like drama club. I thought he was Theater. talking like club. Like <laughs> no, yeah, not that type of club. No, we're now talking I remember about what we were talking about. We're well, talking about clubs, clubs, chess club, chess
2: club, thing. that type of thing. Like an extra the club. The Gay Straight Alliance club. Yeah, and and I think yeah. we're saying that there aren't any clubs you could get laid. That's why we didn't join any clubs back then. But well, I think I did
1: try, and I and I found out that you, you
2: couldn't get laid in a club. Would you couldn't get laid in the Dungeons and Dragons club? <laughs>
1: I got a plus three Vorpal club shoved up my ass before <laughs> my calls.
2: So uh, apparently, <laughs> junior yeah, college so. is the place to uh, get laid. So here, let's check this out.
0: Um, it's worked pretty well for me, uh, especially those exercise classes. Whether it's uh, a cardio class or volleyball, anything like that. <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, if you guys are can you stop to get for a laid, second. <laughs>
2: volleyball or cardio classes
1: but it's funny like why i guess maybe it's cheaper but why why are you going back to he calls it junior college but i call it community college that's the more is it the same thing Community college, they don't, like, they don't like to be called junior colleges because it's like, you know, it's d- diminutive. But I thought they it was like, to like to a called...
2: preparatory college. It's like two years. You well, get an associate. That's, that's, that's,
1: why they, that's why they don't like to be called junior colleges because they're the community colleges say that, well, you could just go here for four years and get something <laughs> about nursing or something like that. But my point was going to be, doesn't it seem like he just, should just be joining like a health club? Like 24-hour fitness? <laughs> like why is he going to a college to take cardio and volleyball classes.
2: I bet, you know, the thing is, though, the classes are probably smaller. I bet you there's fewer people in these classes. And, uh, I don't know. I mean, it's, I bet you the it's opportunity. Well, no, have you, have you ever been to 24-hour fitness? I don't know if... Uh, I think they have those up in 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 San Francisco, but yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, but I've there's like by 50 people in your classes, and it's like I think you just kind of come across as being a pervert. But if you're in like a class that has like eight girls, you go there once a week, and uh, th- you know these chicks, though, that he's hitting on are probably older. Did not he say older chicks?
1: Well, I think older meaning like maybe even his own age. Like you know, he's not trying to get well. Yeah, whatever. Cougars.
2: Yeah, cougars. So you have the, these cougars that are working out. And uh, you're probably, what, like maybe you know, the younger guy in the class, probably one of the only guys in the class. Maybe there's like two yeah, of them, one, of one the fat two, yeah. older guy, and then there's you, and then there's all these cougars that obviously aren't satisfied with their marriage. They're trying to get healthy again. Maybe they're recent divorcees. I think it's a good place to get laid. I do, too. I never thought about it. I know. So wait, let's just hear what he has to say. Go back
0: to junior college. Works great. Love the show, guys. Keep it up. <laughs>
2: Is that a cow at the end of that sound <laughs> like a million his phone
1: vibrated Oh so, now here I got a question, a nerdy question, and a lot of our questions or a lot of our listeners are nerds. so I don't really give a fuck about my college transcripts anymore. Like I don't ever see any time in the future where anybody's gonna care, but hey, maybe, like if I take a bunch of community college classes and just fuck around and, and straight fucking fail them. Does that like negatively affect transcripts that a future employer or somebody like that could go look at my grades and find out about?
2: I highly doubt it. I mean, what does it even matter if you take a junior college class and fail? I mean, what's it going to get you? It's
1: going to be on my permanent record. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: It's just a thought. College admissions counselors are going to see that, and they're not going to let you into school. It's just what happens. <laughs> I might want
1: to go back for my master's in, in social work and public policy <laughs> when I'm 45.
2: So do you think this is why... It Rod- says here you got an, a D
1: plus in volleyball class at Oakland Junior College. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to get laid. Don't worry about it.
2: So do you think this is why Rodney Dangerfield went back to school in the movie Back to School? Just to get some ass? No.
1: No. Haven't you seen the movie? He went back to be closer to his son.
2: I think he went to go get some ass. I think that's well, the he only does, reason he gets to go some back.
1: ass while he's there. Yeah,
2: I don't know. That's if it, sure. if you ask me, you live in a community, you could go to a health club to try to meet chicks. I think you're way better off getting like able to score with cougars if you go to a junior college. I don't know. If
1: you could, if you had to imagine your girlfriend having sex with some other man would rodney dangerfield be the worst person you could imagine or can you think of somebody else who would be worse
2: sam kennison really yeah i just I, 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 I would
1: pick sam before rodney Dangerfield.
2: i would rather see rodney dangerfield's eyes bugging out like totally dog <laughs> like totally like dog styling my girl rather than sam kennison just like ah, with his gross hair and his fat yeah body. his hair is gross I don't know. Why
1: Did he not know about conditioner, or was he just too drunk all the time? Cause,
2: just, cause it was his beret. It was just all
1: up in his His hair was so just dry and frizzy. If you're going to have long hair, you got to take care of it.
2: So junior college, great place to get laid. Who would have thunk it? People, uh, we love to hear what you have to say. Give us a call, 206-666-3846. Um, we did get a couple of emails. So I don't really have time to get to them this week, because we got to get the hell out of here. So, uh, but people feel free to send us emails. Maybe we'll read them next week. Sick and wrong podcast at homil.com dot Finally, here's sick and wrong forum. If you haven't joined up for it, you are missing out. There's over a thousand people on there. A thousand sick and wrong people voicing their opinions. Wankerly, well, uh, you know. I was looking at it and I didn't have a chance to read it today. But did you see that thread about sick and wrong fan fiction? What what is this? What what is this sick and wrong fan fiction?
1: Well, I think it's mostly Iron Man, right?
2: Is it just all softcore porn stories about you? That's, that's kind of what I picture, because that's all he writes about, really.
1: Well, Iron Man penned the the Christmas Carol starring D. Simon, so I, I think it's just more of the same. He, I mean, he's a longtime troll of the show.
2: Yeah, and, and I, I saw that in the thread a lot of people uh, immediately started disparaging him because... <laughs> he loves it. That's what trolls love, that shit. Yeah, that's, that's what people like to do.
1: More power to him.
2: But there are there
1: are we we embrace trolls,
2: uh, you know, amongst our audience. Yeah, no, we we certainly we we embrace trolls, and we also want to nurture trolls (laughs) just to to become larger trolls. I mean, we encourage. But but other but other people could write fan fiction. I mean, I hope it's not slash. Don't people do fan fiction? When I think of fan fiction, I think of people like. You, that write Star Trek stories. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> that just off. like, okay, I'm just going to write a Star Trek story. I'm going to go to my Star Trek forum and post this Star Trek story that I made. Isn't that what fan fiction is?
1: Yeah, but there's... Uh, I don't You didn't take the bait when I just said it a second ago. But there's a large um, subsection of fan fiction called Slash. I've never heard Have of that. You ever that? heard of that?
2: Never heard of that. What does so that mean? So
1: Slash is like where... <laughs> Uh, I won't start with the obvious. I'll start with the less obvious. But like, so in the, in the Twilight series, right? There's like Edward, who's the vampire, and then there's the the Mexican kid or whatever, the the Inuit, who's the the, clown, the werewolf, right?
2: The clown, huh? The guy that's the clown, the clown that rapes girl. Oh no, no,
1: no, there's a werewolf. <laughs> I would, so
2: I've heard. It would have been nicer if it was a Mexican. If it like if what, the what's that kid's name? Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about.
1: Well, what's his name? Make one up, Fred. Right? All okay, right. his name is Jose. Fred for the purposes of argument. So, so they would make slash fiction, would which would be Edward slash Fred. Okay, still not ringing a bell. Okay, and the slash fiction is Edward and Fred getting it on. So the obvious one is there's a lot of Kirk Spock slash fiction.
2: Oh okay, I see so you're saying this is like d and wackerly slash fiction that's all well over no d?
1: i'm I'm saying I don't know what it is yet, but I just hope it doesn't go
2: there. I bet you it probably does and
1: yeah. you know I think a lot of this slash fiction is written by women,
2: really, so I've read yeah
1: you'd think it would be gay guys like like Jeff, but then when you think about it a little harder, like why would Jeff be sitting around writing? Twilight slash fiction when he could just go get his cock sucked in like five minutes at a bar in the Castro. It's, it's like true. it's like young, sort of sexually frustrated women write this stuff.
2: So I'm picturing all these preteens writing these uh, uh, these horrible stories about you and I. I, I, mean, I don't think been... I don't think
1: do you, I think you're making a mistake in thinking that. A large majority of the set of sexually frustrated women are preteen. I think there's a lot of <laughs> like middle-aged women who are sexually frustrated also. We're
2: also writing. It's it. even more disquieting, though. It's more disquieting than a middle-aged. I'm saying, woman. i saying I hope it's not happening. I don't know. Well, people go check it out. Sickandwrongforum.com.
1: Also check it out, and you know why not go write some. D and Lance slash fiction and throw some P town and sleazy in there and do like triple slash. I don't know. How do you do this stuff? Also, I don't know what the rules are.
2: We really need you to subscribe to the show on iTunes. Um, I read today that iTunes works on weekly subscribers. So, people, just click the subscribe button again. Unsubscribe, scri- subscribe again. Just keep doing it. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, the, the piece of advice you should give is
1: tell your friends about the show and get them to subscribe. Get your parents, your sister, your grandma,
2: your son, and daughter. Okay, make get as many Ex- people as you can to subscribe. Expand to the, the show. swarm. But no, I noticed. Like I was looking today, and it, it does it fluctuates so much. But I was looking the other day, and I was like, "What the hell? We're not even in the top 100 podcasts anymore." And then uh today I don't know where we are like 80 or something but it just it goes up and down and I think I've read that it's based on the number of people who subscribe that week. So, yeah, it would greatly help the show if you go and subscribe to iTunes this week. Get as many friends as you can to do it. Um it uh, gives us Yeah, a lot this of is like this is
1: like Amway multi-level marketing except you don't get paid anything. <laughs> Uh, but go, you know, get five friends and they'll get five friends. and
2: Yeah, definitely. It, it, it really does help us out. And finally, uh, make sure you go buy a Sick and Wrong t-shirt at the Sick and Wrong store. That's the best way to help out the show because you're actually a walking billboard for Sick and Wrong. We appreciate that. <laughs> we uh, still have a lot of extra larges and uh, a few larges left. Um, this is the only uh, time we're ever going to have this design available. So go to com, click on store and buy a t-shirt today. Uh, the sick and wrong song of the week: the death metal version of that Friday song by Rebecca Black. It's actually pretty good. I don't know if I t- <laughs> it's got, You know, I love the death metal where you get the one singer with like the deep guttural Cookie Monster type, and then you get the really high pitched shrieking death metal. It's like two guys just singing death metal together. It's it's nice. Yeah, I like
1: I like the high pitch. That's like the Merciful Fate, right? Well, yeah. It's well, this yeah, is more pitch. death
2: metal though. It's like uh, Merciful Fate was I, I don't even know what merciful fate would be just like heavy metal black metal
1: if you if you don't know i don't know
2: but, the, but but that was like also back in like the early 80s this is like straight up like you know recent death metal it's just like you're grinding guitars double bass drum you got one guy it's got the guttural like and then the other guy's got the shrieking um, piercing voice like that no that's more power metal. That's <laughs> all like, right all right i'm, I'm talking it, it's like a shrieking scream. Okay. Listen to the song. You'll see what I'm talking about. They oh, well. actually do word for word a um, cover of the song Friday, but it's a death metal version. I don't know who the band is. I'd like to know who the band is. So if you know, send me an email. Stick around podcast at com. So here you are, Rebecca Black, death metal Friday. People will be back next week with episode 271. Till then, take it sleazy.
0: You done goofed. <laughs>
3: is we can forward to the weekend, we'll create, 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 we'll we will create we will create to the weekend. Looking forward to the weekend Weekend I'll Friday, Friday, Friday. Friday No, not Friday Everybody's Friday. working for it To the weekend i <laughs> so devil in the front side, front side Mercy, privacy, <laughs> crime cruising yeah, yeah. the lane on <laughs> the side whoa passing by my the but the In front of me makes tick Check my time, it's Friday, it's a weekend A weekend, i It's Friday Everybody's looking forward to the weekend Friday, bring down on Friday Everybody's looking forward to the weekend Marketing, 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 marketing Fine, Looking forward to the weekend
0: Hey, guys, it's uh, Bootstrap Bill here. Uh, I just got done listening to uh, episode 206, and uh, the whole problem with uh, the guy getting searched is uh, only the cops can search you for weapons and nothing else unless you say that, uh, that you can. You can't search for, like, whatever. So this guy got aimly raped when it came to his civil... Sil- <clears throat> Excuse me. His uh, civil... Civil, the, uh, his basic rights. Um, so, and there's a little bit of gray area, sort of probable cause. It's It can go either way. The cops can either, you know, get fucked for screwing with you, or they can turn around and say, oh, well, we have probable cause, and definitely fuck you in the ass. All right, well, uh, guys, take it easy. Uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong.
3: Uh, take it easy.